Hey everybody, you're listening to a brand new episode of Saul's Life. With me, your host, Saul, and I've got a special super duper episode for you guys this week. Um, Emily and Ross are with me in the first half, and uh, in the second half we get a surprise guest, but um, you know, just uh, your regular old podcast full of uh, headboard talk, um, books that uh, Ross and Emily are reading, and um, you uh, you get to hear my story about uh, the neighbor across the street and her dog shitting in my yard. So uh, strap in, have fun. Should be a good episode. And um, I mean, what would you guys do if uh, if you saw your neighbor, uh, your neighbor's dog shitting on your lawn and uh, they didn't come pick it up? Uh, I don't know. Let me know. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Get it how you live on part two. And obviously, congrats to the uh, Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we talked about that in uh, part two as well. So uh, follow me on Twitter, Solly D's, Instagram, Saul underscore wall underscore, and check out the Saul's Life page on Facebook. Have a good day. Enjoy it. Have a good week. Share it. Like it. Tell all your friends all about it. Peace. And I'd like to welcome everybody back to this brand spanking <laughs> new episode yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, you keeping it too real with the air yeah. horns. Um, hey, man, I, uh, I, I, it's, it's, I like it. I mean, I don't know if if everyone else out there likes it, but hopefully they appreciate the air horns. Um, <laughs> True that, <laughs> guys. Uh, it's a new week. I got. Uh, my main man Ross with me as always, and we've got hey. our hot shot attorney at law, DC lawyer, DC big shot. Hey, why don't you have a headboard, uh, <laughs> brother? Because you, because you wouldn't answer me earlier. Oh, she put you on blast, huh? Bro, whatever. We haven't even gotten. We haven't even gotten past the introduction yet, and I hey, she's hey, hey, made she's, fun of her. Uh, she's a woman. She's a woman of action. I've, I've never. I, the last time I had a headboard, I'm, I'm, I might have been. You live with your mom. Not, but yeah, and I was like twelve. I yeah. when I was a teenager, I got rid yeah. of that thing. No, how long have I been harassing you to have a headboard? And then at one point in time. You had the surfboard up, and you're like, it's kind of a headboard, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> that was a I asked response, to see sir. it, and instead you hung up on me. So uh, here we go. I'm sharing it with the listeners. Oh, all right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right. I don't believe in headboards. I just don't. <laughs> I don't believe in headboards unless... Uh, Ross, I mean, you got a headboard, Ross. Isn't that thing annoying? Does it not get in the way, or is it one of those headboards with like uh, Ross little caves definitely in has it? a headboard. Wow, Emily, <laughs> I actually do not have a headboard. <laughs> yes, used to, That's used to, but we about. don't. So. So I got this idea of putting like what to call them accent walls, but that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother kind of podcast. So yeah. I okay. mean, our headboards. What are head, wait, What are wait. headboards useful for? What are they beneficial for? What do you need a headboard for? Adult I don't bed. know. That's a good question. Do Let's attach it to your bed frame. But I don't like. I don't have a bed frame. 
exactly. But oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want I don't like bed frame. I do not like I like my bed on the ground. Like so Oh damn. <laughs> you like got Japanese the trap style. house set up. It's Japanese style. My bed's like Japanese style, Eastern Asian, you know. Japanese don't just have like boxes yeah, yeah. on the uh, ground. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that, bro. They don't just have it on the floor. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they don't. They got like a little wooden frame that they put the bed on. I mean that's that's the that's the that's the uh how was everybody's week? How was everybody's no, week? No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold Let's on. Let's talk you about see, that. No, 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 listen, listen. What the box spring box spring is that I was said I was that was me giving you out the that was that was the off ramp. That was your off ramp right there, but nah. No, I don't want people thinking I'm some sort of savage because like I choose to not have this because I, I like my bed. On the floor. Okay. Okay. But here's the deal, right? I don't want to fight with my pillow to keep it from falling off the ground. And the way that you normally orient your bed. No, there's a wall there. There's a wall there. My pillows don't fall off the the bed. Only if you hold on to them for dear life. What? It's not like you like put the head part of your bed towards the wall. Yes, I do. No, not in my experience. Yes, I had like a futon back then, I think. No, you did not. It was like 15 years ago. (laughs) No, no, no. Wait. No, no, no. In the in the apartment off of Kirkman Road, your head. Oh, she put all your info out. Go ahead. Yeah, bro, this is horrible. This show's already off to a bad start. It sure is. By bad, I mean extremely embarrassing. (laughs) Hey, Ross gave you an off ramp. How was your week? Yeah, that's true, son. I gave you the off ramp, but nah, you had to, you had to get back on. Mm. Well, well, all I'm saying is that you know. Every apartment that I've ever been in yours, you've got to strangle your pillow to keep it from falling off the edge of the bed. <laughs> no, you don't. That's yeah, whatever. That's I ridiculous. Would. Anyway, you know, you. Ross, you know, now that I think about it, my week has been uh <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has been a little uh, tumultuous to say the least. Mm. Uh but you know what? How was your week, my friend? Yo, it was easy we'll breezy. With, I want I want to hear your week. Was it easy peasy? Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good week. I um I had ordered a book online from uh, shout out to Kizzy's Books and More. I had ordered a book, it came in the mail, so I started reading that. That's the uh The Dead Are Rising. It's a biography of Malcolm X. And but on this one it's uh the biography of Malcolm. Is that the one that uh Brandon was carrying around when he got <laughs> when he had to go to court that one time? What? <laughs> All right, never mind, never mind. I believe that, no, that was the, that, I believe you're making reference to the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh, okay, and that's the one that's the one that he co-wrote with Alex Haley. No, no, I'm talking about so sidebar. All right. What happened? Yeah, shout out to Brandon, by the way. He'll be on next week. So but <laughs> So you're talking about like works about people when you read it, when you have, you have autobiographies and autobiographies is this person's life according to themselves. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes some stuff may be a embellished or be left out altogether. 
the irony in Malcolm's uh, autobiography is that he's very honest, right? He's very honest. He didn't, at least reading it, you don't feel like he embellished anything. However, he's also very humble and very meek. So you don't get to know much about the impact that he had on people because he doesn't aggrandize himself to be like, well, you know, I had this amount of people under me when I was doing this or when I was doing that. So what's cool about a biography is that biographers will research someone and then they'll just give you facts. What's cooler about that biography, The Dead Are Arising, is that the guy who wrote it, his name was Les Payne. He started the research in 1990. So he started the research in 1990. He passed away suddenly in 2018. His daughter picked up the rest of the work. Luckily for us, his daughter was the uh, was his lead researcher. And so she picked up the work. And so the book came out in October 2020. And so the way that they did it on that end is that what he did was he basically went out for the for 28 years and just met with people who knew Malcolm personally. So you have you have basically the life of Malcolm X from the point of view of his siblings, from the point of view of people who worked under him, from the point of view of people he worked for, things of that nature, and and that's the book. So I, I have that sitting on my uh, sitting on my table right now. It's pretty big. You you started to read it already? I, I ran through I ran through the um the the intro. So I did the acknowledgments and the intro. I haven't started reading the actual book itself because I'm also reading a book with my son. I'm trying to. And and usually he would read by himself, but I, I noticed that it's kind of uh, it's a little bit above his reading level. So like Clifford the Big Red Dog? No, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, not Clifford the Big Red Dog. It's called Tristan. It's called Tristan Strong punching a hole in the sky. Ooh, all right, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, I wasn't expecting. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a chapter book, but uh, having him read by himself, he kind of. He understands what's going on, but his comprehension for that book is not quite there yet. So I'm I'm reading it to him in some parts, and then he's reading it to me in other parts. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, Em, how was your week? Um, work was crazy, but I'm also reading a new book uh, by Laura Wilkinson. Uh, I actually just finished it tonight. It's called American Spy, um, and it's an interesting book because uh, it's based off of real events, but it's totally fictionalized. And uh, it's about like the coup that happened in the eighties uh, at a uh, Waga Wagadugu Wagadugu. Well, God, I'm going to butcher that. Um, Wagadugu. Yeah, I think it's Wagadugu. Based on my what? understanding of. African language. I think it's Wagadugu. Um, in a coup out there. And uh, it's really interesting. It's her first book as an author. And I think she's uh, preserved the right to have a sequel for sure. It's an easy read, but it's really interesting. Um, and the book is basically, it's called American Spy. But like the book premise is that she is an FBI agent. And she is sent out on a secret mission to get blackmail of the president of uh <coughs> excuse me of uh Burkina Faso and that's the capital of 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 Burkina Faso 
Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. You. So did I butcher the the pronunciation? No, you got that right. No, oh, you got it right. You oh, got yay. that right. It's yeah. Wagadugu. It's 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 you got it right. Okay. It's just that it's like, just that you know some people might be like, yo, what the hell is she talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I read it. I was like, <clears throat> it's got to be Wagadugu, right? Like you got it. You got it, it. It was definitely not my growing up experience of education, <laughs> 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 but I've dated a fair amount of Nigerians and figured out the <laughs> syllables anyway uh but it's a fictional whoa whoa wagadugians no i said nigerians wow it'd be cooler if they were from <laughs> wagadugu no but like i've i've had a fair amount of nigerians in my life and i know what were what letters are uh silent and so on and so forth but i'm not perfect anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway the book is about like She's, like, sent out to Africa to help the FBI and the CIA take him down in the coup that ultimately happens in the 80s. Um, but the book is about how, like, she falls in love with him and has a baby with him and blah, 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 blah. Um, so it's, like, a fictionalized story about historical events. And the way it ends, she could totally write another story. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see. Hmm. Anyway. Sounds interesting. I like Ross's book story better. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to say Wagadugu, so. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Wagadugu. Wow. So. What about you, Star? Uh, How was your week? Uh, you know, let me. It was all right. It was all right up until, I mean, and I and a lot of people or some people saw it, probably saw my post about it a little um uh, about the end of my week, I guess, yesterday. Or no, well, I guess the beginning of my week, right? Because that was Monday. When I think about it, we're on Tuesday. So, I mean, since last week, the podcast, I mean, everything's been all right. Um, uh, I uh, I feel like I've been lying to you guys. Um, and mostly, I feel like I've been lying to the listeners. Uh, I'm not lying, but just like withholding information. A little bit, maybe. What, are you going to tell him um, about the baby, son? No. What, what baby? <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. I had to. Hold on. No, no. I'm going to tell him about the part-time job. <laughs> no, no. I, like, I like my story better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> he would no, never. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there's no way that's happening. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, obviously – you know, COVID and all this stuff uh, happening um, and uh, being laid off. I got laid off from my from my job in back in April of last year. Just crazy to think that it's o- almost been a year now. Um, so I was like, man, you know, I, I do kind of got to do something. Any, I don't know, whatever. I, I, I got to figure something out. So uh, I ended up getting a part time job and shout out to my main man, Paul, oh, wow, uh, for helping care. me out with that. For real. But, um, you know, because, I mean, it just it was like a, a phone call. And then, you know, the next thing I know, I'm uh, I'm working at this place. Uh, but let's just say I became an essential worker uh, in the blink of an eye. And uh, it is uh, it's been an interesting experience, um, you, you know, because I've been when this whole thing started, I was working from home. Then the layoff happened. 
then I pretty much have just been staying at home. Um, you know, I haven't been working. I, I didn't do anything. I've just been, do, you know, working on the podcast. So it, it was like a, it was like a culture shock in a sense to kind of go back out into the real world. Um, <clears throat> and to actually see like, you know, you hear the stories and you see, you hear the stories of people not wanting to wear their masks. Uh, you, you, you see the videos online and, and you see all the posts and stuff and you think like, oh man, this is wild. Um, until you actually see it in person, it's like a lot, it's a lot crazier than you think. Um, so having to interact with people, uh, like that is just kind of like, honest to God, the fucking worst. Um, and there's like that, that's about it. So I, I feel for every essential worker out there. If you don't care about this virus, you know what I mean? Then good for you. If it's not a thing that weighs on you, uh, for me, I kind of care. Cause I mean, as you guys know, like, you know, whatever, no, you I've got asthma and stuff. Your asthma is too bad. Yeah. And, um, you know, but just the fact that I, I kind of have to take this risk a little bit right now. Uh, well, I did. Uh, and now uh, there's a, there's a happy ending to this. Um, but, uh, so, um, a happy ending. It, yeah, well, you know, for now, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so dealing, dealing with, dealing with people like that, I mean, I, it's, it's just crazy to actually see it and to, and to have to interact with them and, 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 you know, you have to kind of keep backing away and they keep walking towards you. And it's like, hey, remember, we're in the middle of this pandemic. No, I don't want to touch whatever device you're giving me to try to finagle and work on. Listen, let's just uh, let, let, let me just walk you through it. Um, but it, it's been it's been a challenge. But I I am super grateful for the opportunity because it was tough. Um, just to kind of even kind of just get out the door and, and figure things out. So huge shout out to Paul for that. But um, dealing with that the last couple of weeks, um, shout out to Nish because it looks like I'll be starting something new uh, next week and working remote and something up, you know, just closer up, closer to what I, closer to what I, what I do in general besides this part-time gig. So that's kind of the happy ending. So I'm going to be able to stay at home and work and, and everything will be for the most part, you know, easy peasy lemon squeezy in terms of health uh, and staying safe. Um, but, but I guess <laughs> the, the crappy thing that happened, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, cause, cause it is, it's, it's wild. It's crazy to see the amount of people that are really out, like really out for no, no reason. Like absolutely no fucking reason. These pe- you know, people are out here just uh, you know, fox trotting and bunny hopping through life. Can't relate. And <laughs> I said What's can't that? relate. And everybody up here is masked up, right? Like unless you've got Proud Boy intruders, we're all masked up. Which side no, I mean Proud Boys are now a uh, terrorist group in the great nation of Canada. Carry on. Yes. Good. Now I wish this country would. Do I mean, the same aside thing. from oh, wait, them, on. like no one here. Like, of course, it's a pain in the ass. But like, I actually kind of like it in the winter. <laughs> the mask is kind of oh, helpful. Yeah. Um, but uh, we just like don't have people roaming around maskless. No, people here don't care about anything. Uh, I mean, I overheard a conversation. Um, but this person was speaking to someone else on their phone talking about 
how they were going to Tampa and this is for the Super Bowl and stuff and just all this other stuff and they were out there and doing all this and I'm just like, oh my God, you're here in the store like the very next day? You know, and I'm just like, I can't believe this. Uh, Like, get away from me (laughs) right now. Don't pay in cash. (laughs) Like, can I spray you with this disinfectant that I have around me because, you know, and you know, this person's got, got a kid with them and I'm just like, what is happening? Like, none of the stuff that any of you are doing is essential, yet the, you know, you're out here, hey, whatever though, whatever, I, you know? The, my... The economy's gotta, gotta, gotta get going. <laughs> I don't know. I don't got me. My mom and I were talking yesterday and uh, both me and my best friend up here have had COVID. And she's like, oh, have you seen her? And I was like, no, just once since, like, middle of December. She was like, what? And I was like, it's called a pandemic? (laughs) Even though both of us have had it, like, we're still not hanging out. And she started, my mom started busting her ass laughing. And, like, I think she had a Super Bowl party in Florida. So I was like, all right, we're in different worlds. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, no, no way. That's wild. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, don't, and we'll we'll probably talk a little about Ross and I might in the second half talk a little about the Super Bowl. But um, yeah, it uh, it, it, it it's it's just it, I don't know. I'm I'm bewildered at seeing the amount of activity that's going on. But anyways, you know, it's not for much longer. Well, yeah, it's definitely not. Uh, not for much longer, I don't think. And um, everything's good, but. After a long day of just dealing with all this stuff, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I I get home yesterday, and if anybody knows what my yard looks like, it's a it's a pretty big front yard. Flex uh, on my G. Talk about it. no, I, no, but Rob, no. So how, how, how would you describe it? <laughs> It's the priorities. The <laughs> priorities. Listen. Certain things you splurge on, others you don't. <laughs> I, so I, by the way, sidebar, <laughs> um, I looked up what a headboard is for, and it supposedly gives support to your bed, but most importantly, it protects your wall against abrasion. Yes. What do you mean? What abrasion? As well as a headboard's practical uses, a headboard can also give you your bedroom a very personal touch. What do you mean a personal touch? A personal like, touch. I don't want to go back Where to this headboard thing. Oh, your boy, your boy's a savage. A personal touch. It sounds like a. It sounds like so a waste of money. Go, oh, this motherfucker isn't still in college with his bed spring on the fucking ground. Uh it doesn't matter. <laughs> A headboard? Yes. A head a headboard is is listen, we you know <laughs> I mean unless you're unless you're like that person that's like you're hiding snack like I see because the headboards I remember, the headboards from the eighties and the early nineties that I remember had like cabinets in them and had like yeah, mirrors yeah, that's and like, like secret on, that's like secret like drug drawer bed. <laughs> I don't know, you know, you they had like all sorts of like you could hide all sorts of paraphernalia in these headboards. Why would you not want a place to hide your paraphernalia? First of all, but second of all, you never <laughs> arrange your bed for your head to be near the wall. You always put it in a spot where you gotta hug the pillow. <laughs> nah, nah, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> headboards useless, waste of money. So I get home yesterday. <laughs> 
pull up in my in my in my yard and i'm sorry i i was asking ross to kind of uh, yeah, describe it a little bit for yard, me yeah. i don't know like how what is it like 30 like 20 yards sure let's give it 20 yards something like that right from like the the sidewalk to the house some yeah to the house yeah, I'd say it's yeah, about it's 20 point. yards. I'll give it that. Okay. Um, so that's a fair yeah. amount of space. Also, I've got privacy hedges. So it's not like, you know, you, you got to come in through the driveway unless you're like, uh, you know, jumping Jack Flash or whatever. And you could like, uh, you know, jump these like seven foot tall hedges that, you know, in a single bound. I highly doubt that. Um, so... I get out of my car and I've got my landlady's mother lives next to me and it's in a house next to me, but kind of like, uh, in the back corner, uh, I guess if I could, I guess to kind of describe it that way. So we've got a, our yards are connected and my front yard is pretty much most of it because her yard starts on the other side. Um, so on the very end of my front yard on the other side, I see this dog. I see the leash, which is going around the other side of the privacy hedges. And the dog's in the yard, and it's clearly taking a shit. Like, I'm watching it take a shit in my yard. Um, Next to the old lady that lives kind of behind next to me is a, I don't know, like a duplex or something. The lady's outside with her kid and another gentleman. So they're seeing this. I know the lady sees this because the lady and I look at each other and then we look at the dog while the dog's taking a shit. So it's like, oh shit, the owner of this of this property got home. I am watching him watching this dog take a shit. Meanwhile, I can't see the owner of the dog because they're wrapped around the other side of the of the of the uh, hedges. So I'm like, all right, I know the dog's shitting there. Let me just wait and see for a second if they're gonna come around and pick up the shit well they do not uh they proceed to the dog goes around and they just kind of start walking and i hear them walking towards my driveway so they're coming towards me now closer on the other side and i'm like oh my god so whatever i i've had a long day it's monday i don't want shit with anybody i don't say i don't say a fucking word i literally just walk around to the other side of my car I grab a trash bag that I had in the back for trash and I walk over probably probably like 20 yards to the left and I go over and I pick up the dog shit, put it in the bag and the lady sees me do this because right now she's in, in the lot in the eyesight of my driveway and she sees me picking up the shit. While she sees me like picking it up, she's she's yelling at me saying that wasn't my dog. <laughs> that wasn't my dog. My dog didn't shit in the yard. And I'm just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me, lady. Like, I don't even want to argue about this, but don't don't start yelling at me, telling me it's not your dog. I didn't say I didn't even say anything to you. I just came to pick it up. And I'm looking at you with shit in my hand in this bag. And you're telling me this isn't your dog shit? So the minute she said that wasn't her dog, like the third time, I was like, well, I'm holding a bag of shit from this. From, and that was the only dog I saw taking shit. So it, it, it's got to be your dog. I'm walking over. I throw it away. My trash cans are on the side of the house. 
as I throw it away, I'm walking out. And what am I doing now? Oh, that's it. I throw away the garbage or throw away the shit. Because uh, this lady's just still kind of yelling on the other side of the hedges and she starts walking away. I'm like, fine, perfect. Whatever. The scenario is over. I walk around to check my mail because I have, I, I mean, I've, I was gone all day. So I'm just checking my mailbox. No big deal. The lady was like, they're waiting for me or something. And she's like, that wasn't my dog. You calling me a liar? And I was like, well, I mean, I, I saw the dog shit in the yard. Yeah, I'm calling you a liar. <laughs> Like, I don't know what else to do. You know what I mean? Like, I just came around to grab my mail. I'm walking. I'm walking away as as she's still talking to me. So I'm just talking to her, like, with my head turned, walking. She starts following me. So we've already established my yard's about 20 20 yards from the front of my house to the edges. Let's say this lady got about 10 yards into my yard with her dog chasing after me. Has the dog and the dog wrapped around its leashes is going around my legs now. So now I can't move <laughs> at all. The dog, the dog is like a uh, maybe weighs about you know 15, 20 pounds or something. So it's not a very big dog. It's, it's not, you know, it's not even it's not even yapping or anything. It's just excited because it's like, oh, I'm finally hanging out in the yard that I shit in all the time and then I have to leave. You know, so that I mean that's probably what he's doing. So he's just running around me in circles. And the lady now, who by the way, she's like. A towering menace. Okay? She's probably about. She's I, look. I understand. I am not a very tall man. All right. Stature wise and everything, I think if I'm lucky on a good day, I might be five foot eight. On a no, good day, boy. boy. Okay? Maybe five nine. Chill, maybe chill. five foot nine. Please and don't that, and put that's on your pushing. stadium profile on a good damn five eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do any of that. I don't. I don't even do dating profiles. But anyways, so, so um, you, you know, I've got this lady who looks like a six foot tall Stephen King with her yuck mouth teeth, yelling at me, telling me that you am, am I calling her a liar? While this dog is running around my legs with this leash running around, and I'm I, at this point I, I'm stunned that she's coming at me like this and i'm like lady get this dog out of my yard and get off my fucking mm-hmm. property that's how i say it she's like what hey. are you gonna do about it little bitch <laughs> i was like oh my god i can't believe this she really wanted to me. an opportunity I, i'm to just film like you she really wanted what's that? an opportunity what's that? to film you no well listen i don't think she wanted to i think she wanted to like she wanted to either throw hands or she wanted to, you know, according to later on in this story, when she's walking away and yelling and like talking to the neighbors, because the neighbors were like going to call the cops. And I was like, please call the cops. Like, I'm the one in trouble here. You know what I mean? She's like telling them like, oh, well, don't worry. Like, like mentioning she has a gun. Like, so I forgot what she called it. She whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, my God, this lady's like packing heat, walking around my neighborhood, coming into my yard. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. So. While I'm yelling at this lady at this point, to please, not you know, I'm pleading with like, get off my, get off my property. She's like, what are you gonna do about it? At this point, I was like, well, I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna go inside my house, get my gun, and I'm gonna shoot you in the leg if you don't leave my property. And she's like, you're gonna do what? What are you gonna do? I'm like again, little bitch, little. Bi-. I mean, this is like, I felt I, I was being bullied. A straight up flashback, you know, elementary school, middle school. I don't even know what's going on, and all of a sudden, it's like. 
I'm just I I'm I'm at a loss for words because I really don't know what to say except I'm trying to get her to leave. The neighbors aren't doing anything, aren't seeing anything, and it's almost like they're yelling at me about it. And uh, the dog finally, because I, I mean I I don't I, I told her I was going to kick the dog. I'm sorry for even saying that. I know it's not the dog's fault. Everybody was like, it's not the dog's fault. It's the bad owner's fault. I understand. But I, this lady, I mean, she didn't have fear at all. And I don't blame her. I don't think I'm that scary of a person mm. anyways. But it's, I, I, I mean, don't, you know, you're on someone else's property. And I already told you I have a gun. I'm going to go inside and get it. Like, you're not leaving. The dog, finally, I get unwrapped by, you know, unwrapped from the dog. And she's there. I run in. I go grab a golf club. And I'm like trying to shoo her away with the golf club. So I probably look like a maniac on my front lawn with a golf club in the air, waving it around, trying to get this lady to get off my property. And she's like, I mean, wouldn't even leave. I don't know what to do. I couldn't even, I I, I had to like, you know, the fake swing, like I'm going to do something. But what am I, mean, am I really going to hit a woman? As your non-lawyer <laughs> advisor, stop talking. <laughs> Also, like, is she your neighbor? She's she lives across oh the street from me to the left. So, I, it's like I see, you know, the house is there. I see it, and I'm thinking, why would this lady do this? She runs off and she starts like still cursing me out as she's walking away, talking shit. I'm just like, you know, I'm gonna call the cops. If like I I don't know what else to do, but I'm gonna call the cops. It's like call them, call them, and I'm just like, oh my god. I, whatever lady like and that's the last thing i want to do is call cops i'm the only i'm the only person to call her on the street for the most part outside at this point did you call the cops you know what i mean but i'm like I, I did even, you what's that no she left eventually and the neighbors were like you know please stop cursing and everybody was just like hey she's the one cursing and then uh that was pretty much it but now i'm like you know i i, I got home today after uh after work and I was looking out the window to see if she was going to let her dog try to come in the yard again. But I saw her walking across the street with the dog. So, I mean, that's a plus for right now. I'm just worried she's going to try to retaliate or something. <laughs> and, and you so were. That was my story. <laughs> my man. Um, <laughs> that's wild. I don't know. I don't know how else to. I don't know how else to describe. And the thing is, like, you know, my landlady is like, "Hey, keep an eye out on my." The, you know, my neighbor's like ninety three. This lady walks so slow with this walker out in the yard to pick up the lawn or to pick up the the mail and everything. You know, like, she's alone. What I mean, why would you shit in this lady's yard in my yard? I, I work out in my yard and I run. I run in my yard. You know what I mean? Like, why would you? let these why, why wouldn't you pick up your shit like and i and i'm uh, and i i know i'm on record i don't believe i'm a firm believer in not like i i, I just and not picking up dog shit what well, i'm a human being i'm gonna pick up shit from a dog but i understand these are the rules of society or at least on this neighborhood in the street like you know r.i.p to gizmo when I had a when I had a babysit him for a week a couple years ago, all right, I was like, I'm not picking up this dog shit as I walk him. Screw that. And as I'm doing, you know, I'm Mr. Macho Man. I'm like, yeah, I got this little fluffy dog, this little Papillon. He's gonna shit in your lawn, and I don't care. 
So we finally get to the corner, and he hasn't taken a shit. And uh, he decides to walk in the middle of this man's yard. So my, my, my neighbor that lives on the corner at the end of the street, while he's working on his car outside, and he just like looks him dead in the eye, takes a shit in his lawn while he's looking right at him. And I'm right there, embarrassed as all hell, no bag in hand. And I was like, ah, I'm so sorry, man. And I apologized to him. I asked him if he had a bag. Got the bag. Picked up the dog shit. Steaming hot. Yeah. You have a dog. Yeah, exactly. So I did it. Why can't anybody else do it? You get what I'm saying? Like, they're the ones that don't pick up their shit. I mean, I literally have found shit. On my doorstep well, one time. How you, crazy! Like you dog shit a lady. right there on my doorstep, and that's like what's you that? angered a lady if that happened. <laughs> no, I don't. I look. All I know is like it's not well, the first time this wait, has wait, happened. Wait. You know, the first it's like all right, there's dog shit right there. No, this is the first. That but are you sure that it's her all the that's other the time? Well, you I don't know, but time. she's the only one that let that dog in there. I'm just saying, if you multiple, know, hey, I'm saying she's the one that got caught this time. I guess you have to take step multiple times. It's you, not them. No, one okay. time, one time on the side of it, like right there. I was like, okay. you like where the like the flower bed is. I was like, why is there dog shit right up here? Like, uh, someone just has their dog without a leash. Let them run up in my yard and decided to shit flower, beds, flower bed, but no headboards. And I'm like. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, anyways, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what to do. I almost thought about, you know what? Let me just like let bygones be bygones. This is what I told myself today. I was like, let me, let me buy doggy treats. Let me wait for her to either walk the dog or let me just, you know, kind of wave the white flag. And just be like, hey, I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. We're neighbors. There's no reason for anybody to get that escalated. Like, I didn't mean to say what I Good said. Man. Sure you didn't mean to say what you said. Uh-oh. But then. You had, you had, you had a property moment. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were like, fuck. Let the hate go through you. Yes. <laughs> no. And then I thought, mm. like, why am I going to be the one? That has to, like, why do I, you know what I mean? So it goes back to, no, I mean, this lady should be like, hey, I'm sorry that I clearly lied to your face. Like, unless you thought I was like some young punk kid, but I mean, I've got a gray beard. I haven't shaved. Listen, you like, I'm not, you know, lady, I'm not like some spring chicken, like some punk ass kid that you could just take advantage of. But you got some trash. Like, you know, it's yard. I got some what? <laughs> oh, some traps. Yeah, I've been working out. My body, I am looking a, a little bit bigger up in the shoulder neck area. I'm pretty proud of it. But, uh, you know, it's just like, I, I don't get it. I, it just, it just blew me. It just, it just, it just blew my mind. It took me by surprise. And I wasn't expecting that whole entire interaction to happen like that. And now it's like, well, what do I do? Do I like, do I, can I call the cops if that, if that happens? Again? No. Do I shoot this lady in the leg if she walks in my property? Do not you know shoot I mean? her. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, isn't it standing no. ground? Can I get you're, George Zimmerman's lawyer and be like, hey, you're too this brown. lady was on my property. She was threatening me. She's like six foot tall. Look at her. She's a, like, uh, 
And Don't do it, boy. He swings like brown. a man. Like, mm. Yeah, whatever. Stand your ground if you're white. I mean, what would you do? Ross, what would you do if somebody was walking up in your yard and, like, coming at you? With the dog and all of that? Yeah. I don't know. If I can be honest with you, because I've never been in that situation. You know, big black guy, usually usually nothing happens, but apparently your your neighbor's about that life. So I don't know. But Ross would I wouldn't them. be I wouldn't be opposed to being uh to being the, the, the pacifist in this situation. When you think about when you think about how long you're planning on staying in said neighborhood. The fact that, hell, the fact that you live in said neighborhood, you don't want to have that kind of static day in and day out. So, yeah, I take the advice of just trying to be. Uh, Maybe she doesn't want that. Say that again. How about that? She, uh, Maybe she, she, does. Does. she obviously does. Right, but what about you? Do you want to live yeah. like that? That's who I'm talking about. No, I don't want to have to carry yeah, I wouldn't my advise that you do that either. So, <laughs> so for your own benefit, try to make peace with the bride. Oh, God. I know. So I, I hate doing that. But but that's what grown-ups do. <laughs> yeah, but she's more grown-up than matter, I am. The lady's playing her fifties. It's not. It don't matter. For it's about sake. you. It's not about that lady. It's about you. It's about what you need in your life right now. Ah. Uh. Well, I mean, what if I just leave it alone and uh, everything is just left alone then. and nothing happens? Yeah, leave it alone. That's a good idea. I mean, I will. I, 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 I kind of. I'm thinking I, I need to need to get some like more cameras or something up in the house you or whatever. I don't know. I got to figure something out. And then what? And then what if I see you know? What if That's I, what I'm saying. That's why it's very hard. That's why you're better off what making peace. So now you want to be the neighbor who's like the yo, don't shit in my yard, police. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Karen. I saw I saw your dog. I saw your dog. He took a shit in my yard. I got it on tape. I have the ring camera. No, man. I got you don't have to off my lawn. Every time, every time you get that dog off my lawn. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Poopy's see, coming out. Live that life. My lawn. You know you don't. Uh. It's more. It's fun. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, but I just I didn't even know I I didn't know what to do. I well, did not I can promise you, shooting her in do. the leg is not the answer. I think she's. She, I I think she would have shot me. Like I like I'm telling you, she. I think she was caring because as she walked away. She's telling the neighbor, and the neighbors are like telling her, "Oh, you know, you just got to be careful. You, you know, you never know." And he, she, and I literally, this is what she's saying. She's like, "Yeah, we've got to be careful because he never knows. Because I'm always caring. I got mine. I got my piece." Well, and that's what I'm hearing. That I'm like, "Did I hear that correctly?" Restraining order against her. Yeah, get a a peace order is easy enough to get. Get a restraining order, son. Get... Keep that chick away from like me. Like hundred feet of your property. You know what I mean. There well, you go. She lives a hundred feet away. Within hundred feet of your property. That's right. So she'll she'll come out of the house and she'll have to make a left or a right. Yep. So Get she can't have that dog taking shit on your yard. Way. Sounds like threat. Sounds like you mm. get a piece I of. I mean, her. like I said, granted, granted, I did see her walk the dog across the street. Yeah, but based time. off of what happened the other time, it sounds but, like 
Not knowing Florida law, it sounds like you could probably get a peace order. Huh. I was telling oh, my mom. Man, why do you have to tell your mom this crazy <laughs> No, nah, bro, she she Why did you bring it up on Facebook? This is she. Asked you because you brought it up. No, no, on Facebook. Yeah, because you brought it up. Yeah. So, bro, it, it, it's it. So you know, I'm gonna. So here, I'm gonna segue now because I, <laughs> it was interesting what she said, and she's like, <clears throat> obviously, you know, I, it's stuff that I've I've heard all my life growing up. But um, she was like, well, you know, that was just like uh, an evil spirit wow. that got into her. Like, because I told my mom, I was like, she wasn't even scared, mom. Like, this lady did not have fear in her eyes. And, you know, I would, I, if I'm on someone else's property and they've got a golf club, I'd be like, hey, I got to back up. Um, and she's like, yeah, well, these are like, so she pretty much told me the lady was like possessed. I'm like, what? And I'm like, so I've never really heard. Hey, well, that's that shit is real, though. <laughs> So, <laughs> so um, you know, I I've never really heard my mom really talk like that. Kinda, like I I have, but it wasn't you know just not so serious. So she was like, "Well, I've seen things," and this is where it gets good. And I was like, "You've seen things," and I'm like, "How come I've never heard of these things that you have seen?" She's like, "When I was younger," and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second." I'm like, are you trying to tell me that you this is some, like, you know, exorcist type type stuff you've seen or whatever? She told me that she had like a neighbor or something that would come out of the house like possessed and it looked like she had like scratch marks all over, but she lived by herself. And then she goes, "I'm like, mine back more. in the house." <laughs> I don't. Well, no, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know, like a crazy thing. So I, what I'm thinking, so, you know, I, I, I start to think, like, there's got to be a, like, a scientific explanation for this. So not scientific, but um, just a logical explanation, you know. And back then, uh, you know, and kind of in our cultures, I, I think, like, mental illnesses weren't taken, uh, yeah. weren't taken seriously. Okay. And you know that's I don't know that's pretty much it. That's kind of what I told her. I was like, "My skepticism," but but oh no, 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 not skepticism. He is correct, Emily. <laughs> yeah. I know the I know I know the island he's making reference to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and I'm like, "Mom, no, maybe she had." Like, yeah, it sounds like someone who's who's schizophrenic. Uh, issue that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I told her. Mom's like, no, no, that was like a evil spirit. Yeah, like a possession. I was like, oh, not who showed up in your (laughs) front yard yesterday. Well, I mean, you know, maybe that woman does have a mental illness. I'll tell you. You know, or maybe she is like got an evil spirit. You think the lady that lost her shit on you yesterday has an evil spirit? Listen, all I'm saying is anything is possible. Anything is possible. Lots of things are possible, (laughs) not anything. And I'm so just trying to understand. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Do you I mean Ross, do you believe in like uh for real? Do I believe in for real for real possession? Uh 
Yeah. Yeah, let's say I do. Really? Let's say I do. Why not? Get out. Why not? I believe I because be, I believe in the spiritual realm. I believe. Right? I believe that I believe that the ancestors can be among us. Yeah. Oh, everybody got quiet. All right. No, no, no. No one asked me what I thought. So I, was I mean, I don't quiet. know. I don't. <laughs> Well, no, not well. I want. I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear what, well, what you've got to say. Well, as someone who's agnostic, <laughs> I'm open to many different theories. And as someone who um, is drawn to sort of Eastern spiritualism, Buddhism, and whatnot, like I'm open to the idea of ancestors and spiritualism and etc. I just. You have not linked it for me as to why the lady who lost her shit on you yesterday was possessed or schizophrenic or invaded by a spirit versus white privilege abounding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the, <laughs> the representatives of Washington, D.C. makes a good point. <laughs> no, like, like, Truly, I'm very interested in all those different things, and I will not rule them out. Scientifically, I'm very open to them. There's lots of actual research about those sorts of things, but I think she was just an I asshole. No yesterday. way. I, no. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's for sure. But uh, I, you know, it's tough because. As a kid, like growing up, you want to believe in all like the supernatural kind of things to a certain extent. Um, <clears throat> but then, uh, I don't know. You get, I mean, obviously, there, there's there's just logical explanations for everything. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, but there's so, like, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I don't. It's tough, but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe she was possessed. Maybe she wasn't. But. <laughs> open to the idea <laughs> of other stuff. It was, it was a horrible experience. I'll tell you that. It was a horrible experience. If anybody else out there wants to, you know, share with me if they had any uh, any weird... Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a big difference I got between me a neighbor's video. dog shitting on your yard <laughs> and neighbor oh. shitting on your yard. <laughs> Thank you. My bad. A neighbor's Dog shitting on your yard. <laughs> if that's you got your neighbor a, shitting on your yard, boy, you got a whole nother No. <laughs> I think you have to remove it from the frame of property rights because, like, that's how so many white people get away with the shit they do. Um, I was like, about to say just that. I was like, why not? That's how white people get away with some of the stuff they do. But you already. <laughs> Yeah, you, you already got that corner. Good opposition research. Carry on. <laughs> no, I think you have to remove it from that frame because it really <laughs> was like an intrusion and a confrontation that you weren't part, like you didn't bring upon yourself. And so you're obviously going to have feelings about the interaction and responses that you sh- that you feel in hindsight you should have had in response to that, but. Like, if you strip away property rights, 
it becomes personal. And that's why it was so infuriating. Exactly. Mm. I wish I could have punched her in the face. It was actually about property. (laughs) It was actually about the intrusion and the confrontation. No, it was blatant. Yeah, it was disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could I have pushed her at least? Like, pushed her down to the ground? Mm-hmm. Uh, he puts her down on the ground. She pulls out the gun. She She'll say that she was people. feeling like she was in danger for her life. On someone else's property. You know what I'm saying? If you strip away the property piece, she confronted you. She intruded on you. And, of course, you feel a certain way about it. Like, it just mm. sucks because it's like I feel like I couldn't even defend myself. You know, if it was another man... I mean, I think we would have went down to swings, you know, and then it would have been what it would have been, or I don't know what, or I would have felt more, I think I would have felt more, uh, a lot more comfortable yeah, but that's to, like the shit, right? to get like, physical. If you had done that you're on, like, and she had shot you, then they would have been like, he was hostile and aggressive. There was marijuana in his system. He's been unemployed for a year, blah, 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 like, or whatever bullshit they wanted to say. Oh my God! You, you, you. Now, when you say it like that, you make it sound like right. It's, but that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, like that's what thug. they would do. Give me a. <laughs> First off, bro, bro, for like eight bro, months. She's making a lot of sense. Think, <laughs> think, in, in, in all seriousness, think <laughs> about it. Do you think, do you think the old lady would have been able to testify know, on I your know, behalf? I she know, probably know. wasn't even watching. Yeah. No, not but the but the but the people next to us that were watching. I'm telling well, you, they already had her back. That, you that say that woman could have lied on. They you. didn't intervene, so they were neutral. At yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, man. right. Like, like, but that's that. Why? Why? Why are some like, white people like that? That's the thing. Black victim to be deserving. Like, I I don't understand why 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 people would lie on someone else like that. Man, they, they probably wouldn't even feel like the they're lying. Go down. You know what I mean? They would... They, you came You came off That's aggressive. He me. wasn't aggressive. He was a... No, 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 no. He came off aggressive. He threatened to get his gun. Exactly. He was so angry. He was waving his yeah, arm. Yeah, you were on my yard. There you go. The toxicology report reported marijuana. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like no, but like ah, allegedly, how allegedly, many, how many clients have there been where it's like there was marijuana in the system? It's like, what fucking relevance is that? Right? That's how like, they got Trayvon. Yeah, like it's it fucking happens all the goddamn time. So, you know, uh, it's and then she would have gotten off, been let off by a jury of her peers. Yeah, and if you had said like, "I'll go get my gun," and then you even like take one step near her and she shoots you she would have been like I feared for my safety he said he was gonna get a gun there you go she did yeah, not right, like so well, you, you try that excuse Bev I'll tell you that yeah I like, know I'm just George saying Zimmer I'm just saying look like someone that would fear for you know, his safety a 17 year old right you like, know what I'm saying? there you fucking go connect or all the police uh, officers what a, what are like, a time I to be alive. for my safety when they're the armed people. Yeah. 
and like, like yeah. someone's running away from them. Right, right. my man. So yeah. like, on, it's that's just the worst. that's it, the worst. Time. It is total bullshittery, but it's also one of those things where like it's not equal. Well, anybody else out? Well, anybody else? If your neighbors listening out there, I would love to know <laughs> what you would do. I, I got, I got some, I got, yeah, if your neighbor's dog is, I've got some awesome Facebook answers already. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to kill the dog or anything like that, but uh, I don't know. Just let me know what, uh, what you think you would do. Hit me up. I know some people hit me up. Alex always hits me up whenever he listens <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is what I would have done. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know. Just people are, you know, you mind your business. You try to live a quiet life, and next thing you know, you get home from work, and uh, sure. dogs are shitting in your yard. <laughs> You're a good man. What do you, you know? What do you do? What do you do about it? Oh, ah, it's tough. It's tough. It ain't easy being green. It ain't easy being green. <laughs> Anyways, please don't Anyways. get No, I'm not gonna get arrested. Give me a break. I was gonna make fun of uh, your uh, your oh, dinner, yeah, but I had you saved it. No, with the, I'll uh, make fun of your dinner. Chicken, fucking quesadilla, nothing else. <laughs> Plain as Dylan's. <laughs> I sent it to Ross too. <laughs> Yo, these quesadillas were amazing. No, no, no. It gets better, Ross, because then we FaceTime and he was eating cheese and bread. And I was like, you roll up. Part two. First off. First off, cheese and bread is a uh-huh. is a is a Talk delicacy snack. All right. Um mm-hmm. so don't, you know, give me a break. Cheese and bread, it's it's great. Second, I so okay. I, I I marinated this chicken breast like overnight, and I mean it's it's well seasoned. It's it's delicious. I you, like people see white people need like weird sour cream, stuff. all this other <laughs> weird stuff with their quesadillas because because they don't season their chicken. You guys don't season meat. So whenever you guys make your quesadillas or you get quesadillas uh-huh. from like Taco Bell or some fake you know Tex Mex place. That doesn't make real quesadillas like seasons their okay. chickens. Wait, you wait, have wait. to did mask that cardboard the chicken, taste or did with you grill uh, pico and, and sour cream. It. Did you shred it? I'm sorry. Or did you grill it did and I then what? slice it? Okay. I grilled it and I sliced with it. I chopped it cheese. up. Chicken and yeah, cheese. It's delicious. Cheesy roll up. <laughs> chicken <laughs> and cheese. Calls it cheesy roll up. <laughs> Um, mm. listen, these are probably the best chicken anybody's then. ever had. All right, Why without you bring it over to your neighbor without the sour cream. Oh, without, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, I, I actually thought about that too because I was like making, I was gonna make another, I was gonna make another one, and I was like, you know, uh-huh. I, I don't even know if this lady deserves okay. So, like, wait, 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 wait. let's fast forward like, for a second. No way. So, later when you were eating cheese and bread, was that a grilled cheese? <laughs> no, 
It's just the yeah. cheese, More some cheese bread, and it's squished together. Oh, whatever, you know. Just some cheese and bread. I, I, White I'm not perfect. Everywhere are offended. You <laughs> <laughs> even toasted first. <laughs> Try to melt the cheese, no butter or mayo or <laughs> you know what? Whatever. All right. My quesadillas were amazing. Like they okay. it's I make I make really good chicken. All right. So screw you and your and your sour cream and pico and your whatever. Weird I fish you probably, you probably didn't even make it. You probably bought it. Emily's going in on you today, Playboy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> what did I have? Ross, for what did you have for dinner, Ross? Oh, uh, let me see. Wifey had made some pollo, so yeah. it was some air fried chicken. And um I had just some cut up veggies along with that. That was it. And then I, I gave Nazir the, some white rice. I had some white rice. Zucchini, carrots, and fish. Wow, that sounds uh, sounds sounds like a good situation there. Nah. I I like, it, as long as it's not tilapia, then so I guess it's all right. Because uh, oh, halibut. Yep. Nice. Although yeah. my preferred fish is salmon, but you know it's fine. You know. Whatever. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> This whole first half has just been stupid. <laughs> oh, dumb. I'm glad, I'm glad we're done. And this I is going to be me and bed. Ross next. <laughs> court in the morning oh, after I've been fighting stupid, all weekend. Stupid. Yeah. Turn. Uh, anyways. All right. Well, I'll try not to end up in jail. This is a good time to take a break because uh, I need a refill on my. My yo, shout out! Stop quick, shouting shout out, out to high, high noon. noon. Whatever, uh, yeah, Unless this vodka and soda with the, or you the know, lime, no maybe shout the real juice. <laughs> Let's see, no, no added sugar, a hundred calories, gluten free. All right, I, I can get down with uh, with some high noon vodka lime, vodka soda, whatever this is. Or- Shout out to them it's if they send me grapefruit. Anyways, yeah, I'm gonna get one more. I got another one in there, but actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Um, Ross, you, I you finally cracked or? open that bottle, brother. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man. Um Yeah, Hendrix is on boy point. the Hendrix. How is it? Hendrix is on point. Yeah. Well, I already was not a big fan of Tangerays. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. I already wasn't a big fan of Tangerays, and I thought that pretty much all gins were that way. But (sighs) I love gins so much. Not all gins are created equal. That's true. I am drinking uh, La Citadel right now. Mm. It's French and it's delicious. Yep. Yep. French. But but actually, okay, but wait, wait, wait. If you Ross, want to hear the right fast there. gen, it's Roku <laughs> gen, it's Japanese, and it is phenomenal. Roku? Roku, yep. And actually, um, DC has a gin distillery called Green Hat Gin, Ooh. and um, they make several different varietals. But one time I went there, and I was hanging out with um, one of their distillers, and I was like, I know it's uncouth to talk about another 
gen distillery. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, my favorite gin is Roku. And he was like, I love it too. And he went into the back and he pulled out a bottle and he and I like did a couple drinks of the Roku. And he was like, you know, the Japanese are very serious about whatever area that they're going to get into. Roku gin. I, I actually get paid for this. It's so good. It's so, like, <laughs> that sounded like a commercial. Yeah, no. Roku it, gin. It, it's, it's so good. So like meticulous and lovely. Um, but uh, yeah, I was drinking listed adults night. <laughs> All right. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. a big gin guy, but I'll, I'll drink Hendrix for sure. But all right, take a break. When we get back, uh, well, uh, you know, I always got a little know, get, 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 get in how you live. So we could get into that. Unfortunately, our esteemed attorney friend will not be present. I would be, I wouldn't be opposed to discussing <laughs> the amazing opening arguments of. Uh, the 41st president's second impeachment trial. <laughs> Shout out to Bruce Castor. Oh, man. Uh, records. Shout out uh, to my man, I mean, yo. You, you all know what records are, right? You all remember records. I would just love to see the president's reaction as he's watching this shit. <laughs> I heard he was really angry, which makes me very bro. I could. <laughs> it's like having Mr. Magoo as your attorney. Like, yeah. Oh. Every yeah. time any of them speak, I just flash back to Arrested <laughs> Development when he's like, "I've got the fucking worst attorneys." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him yeah, see yeah, my yeah. hand. Oh no, no that's uh, that's always sunny in Philadelphia. Where he's got like the big hands. Reason. It's like it's <laughs> so balls. <laughs> There's <are> balls. <laughs> oh, bro, the guy might have been. I think Tr- Donald Trump yes, might have been better. Donald off Trump would have been better uh, off. Charlie with, from It's Always yeah. Sunny. It would have yeah, been better sure off with a, with a public attorney, Charlie. That birds are real. <laughs> And so, you know, he probably would have had a really good, uh, really good case. The pigeons are spying on them. Yeah. God, I'm an expert they, at bird the, law. The birds did not get search warrants ahead of time. So I mean, that's, they that's... obtained was illegal. Mm. You know, fruit of the poisonous tree, etc. <laughs> And then we'll be like, okay, oh but your goodness. own client is on Facebook talking about the information uh... and live streaming it. <sighs> God. Yes. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Enjoy. Um, but yeah, all right. That's what we'll do. We'll talk a little bit about that. Jeez. That'll be fun. Thanks. All right. Be back. Oh, like to welcome everybody back. Sure. Yeah. The second half here. We appreciate you sticking with us. Yeah, for sure. Um, real quick, again, I want to remind everybody, next week we're going to have uh, Brandon Collins, uh, one, of the, one of the hosts of uh, Medium Popcorn and also Drunk Black History. Um, so pretty excited about that. 
uh, you guys should be too. Ross, who did he just get done interviewing? Because he just got done interviewing. Um, what's her face? Zendaya is that her name? Mm-hmm. From Malcolm and Marie, I think it's called. Yeah, from Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, my, yo, he, they're interviewing a bunch of people, man. Mm-hmm. It's wild. He um, is doing his thing. He really is. But shout out to them. But we'll be having him on next week. Um, and we'll be talking about uh, his new podcast that he's got going, uh, Drunk Black History. Um, but speaking of a little bit of history. <laughs> it also happens to be Black History. <laughs> it is Black History Month. but uh, <clears throat> No, I'm saying. <laughs> what? Oh, the, the Get How You Live? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I was gonna get at. Man. Unfortunately. Let me uh so so let me get it, man. Let me let me you know, I wanna get out. <laughs> get it how you live. Let me get it how I live, man. All right, so so then we're we're sending out a shout out today to uh to a brother named Eli Brown. All right. <laughs> and uh Eli Brown got caught in Orlando International Airport with 22 pounds of meth. Oh, meth? 22 pounds of meth, my G. Straight meth. up glass. Oh, we. Yeah, so let me let me let me y'all. So I read so first I read about it in the New York Post and then I read a little bit more about it and then I read some more about it. So peep game. Um he he was yo he was he was at he was at OIA Orlando International Airport. He was trying to board the plane. And then a TSA agent flagged him around gate 35 and was like, "Yo, um let's do a random bag check before you get on the flight." He was Oh he was, my. He was trying to get on the flight to Louisville, Kentucky. Oh my! Peep, no son. So he was trying to get him to a, on a flight. So mind you, he's already at the gate, son. Uh, it's not like he's at the security checkpoint. He's already at the gate. Uh, so police said that inside the backpack, the agent found twenty-two vacuum sealed bag wrapped in white clothing that each contained a pound of meth and about nine hundred dollars. Oh. And about $900 um, in cash. Oh. So. <laughs> bro, yo, son. Peep, peep. <laughs> oh, this is what, This is what my man, this is when my man gets real. Brown said, by the way, Brown is 46 years old. Yo, they always put all your business out. Yeah. Brown, 46. <laughs> my man said that the bag wasn't his. And that he fell asleep at the gate after flying in from L.A. And then when he woke up, the bag was next to him. So he assumed that it was his bag. Oh, the old, <laughs> I fell asleep in the switcheroo of the bags. Because when he got here from L.A., he arrived with an identical bag. Now, here's where the shit doesn't make any sense. Although it is airlines, I'd like to know which airline it was. Because how are you going to be flying to Louisville, Kentucky, but doing a layover in Orlando? Dang. You know what I'm saying? Spirit, so, Spirit Airlines, bro. Yeah. 
Frontier, bro. So, yo, shout out to Frontier for the fifty dollar flights. So, so then, so then, as it as it turns out, because you know, I had I right, I had to read some more. Yo, turns out that the meth was valued at more than five hundred thousand dollars. What? Five hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, bro. The meth was valued at more than five hundred thousand dollars. Half a oh mil, son. Oh my! Half goodness. a mil, and and he first, like I said, he said to the investigators that uh, the bag was not his. So you know, I did some more reading. Turns out, my man ended up saying uh, he later told authorities that he met with an unknown man in the oh. bathroom at Los Angeles International Airport and exchanged bags under a stall. He was to fly to Orlando from Los Angeles with a layover. Well, he was to fly to basically Louisville with a layover in Orlando. So then he admitted that he exchanged bags with somebody. <laughs> yeah. The old meet me in the bathroom. Yeah. Bag switcheroo under the stall trick. Yeah, man. <laughs> and and yo, and yo, with that said, it. with that said, uh, fuck the New York Post. And the only reason why I'm saying that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Post either. It's because the New York Post headline said, and I quote, Florida man. (laughs) And he wasn't from Florida. He's from Long Beach, California. Hey, but you know, you think think, uh, Orlando Airport, you think meth, you think Florida man. No, get your facts straight. (laughs) Get your facts straight, New York Post. Don't be out here. Florida got enough sketchiness going on. We don't. We oh, don't man. need what you. What was his name? What, what was Mr. Brown's name again? Eli. Name? Eli Brown. Real simple name. Oh. Eli Brown. This goes out to you, buddy. Yo, but my man was joking. Get man. it how you live, son. I feel like he got snitched on or something because he was free. Oh, oh, he got free. He's free. No, I'm saying he was already at the gate. He was already. At the oh gate. yeah, he definitely got snitched on. He got the, the TSA on. agent was like, "Yo, can we do a random bag check?" He was yeah, already he at the gate, up. though. I would have said no. I would have been like, "So are you asking me?" Because I mean, it's I have an op choice, and I, you know, I, nah, I don't. I, I feel like I don't want to do a random bag check. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a good one. Yeah, man. So so much for that. But um, you know, you're talking about Black History Month, so let me um, let me let me let me say something real quick, man. Of course. So it's Black History Month, um, month of, the great month of February. But uh, I feel like every year, Black History Month, when it starts, I find myself always talking about the same guy over the last 19 to 20 years. Thomas Ooh. motherfucking Edward Patrick Brady. Ah, yes, brother. bah humbug. Ah. Every month of February, there's got to be some talk about how his team, whatever team it may be, had such a good run. Blase, blase, blah, and yo, hey, your kid's the one wearing his jersey. Sure, sure is, sure is, <laughs> and I have and I have no qualms after, <laughs> about that. It's like you telling me that my son's American. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you what do you want me to say? Uh, uh, 
Oh man! Right? And so, um, yeah, bro, man, top man. Here we you are. What? Con- Here we are. Congrats, Tem- Bucks fans. Congrats. Congrats Tem- yeah, Bucks Tampa Bay fans. Buccaneers. You know, did it one more time. Whatever. Tom, but don't, but y'all don't act like Tom Brady is like you know homegrown. You know that, that's the thing. Cause uh, give me a break. Well, uh, I, 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 I know what. I don't feel like he's homegrown. No, um, he's not, you know, like people want to be like, oh, we we won after so much. Like it's like, no, y'all, I, come on, y'all got Tom Brady. Yeah. What else? What else was supposed to happen? Every, I mean, what I what I wish would have happened, but. <laughs> What what do you wish? Well, to... His arm would have fell off. What what the... <laughs> There you go. There you go. Oh man. But whatever. Yeah. Tom Brady Super Bowl. Talk about a super spreader event, by the way. Yo. I don't know uh, if the Super yeah. Bowl was as much of a super spreader event as much as the events around the Super Bowl were super spreader yeah. events. That's what I'm saying. Son. Shout out to the pictures City. That I... Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to the shout out to uh to the governor of the great state of Florida, or as we like to call him locally, Ron Death Sentence. Yeah, um, Ron Death Sentence. They're gonna, you know how you know how crops get dusted. <laughs> That's what they're gonna have to do with the vaccine. Just fly over Tampa and crop dust the vaccine over Tampa. Because yeah, I mean whatever I. Oh man! But also shout out, shout out to Bruce Arians. Shout out to Bruce Arians for having all black coordinators. You know what I'm saying? Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator. Byron Leftwich, offensive coordinator. I think that his uh, special teams coordinator is black dude too. Armstrong, Keith, Keith Arms. Well, it's Keith, but you know black people, Keith. Keith Armstrong. That's Keith. Keith. You know what I'm saying? Keith Armstrong. He got he got two ladies as assistant coaches as well. Did we shout out Todd Bowles already? Did I miss that? We didn't shout out Todd Bowles. We shouted out Bruce Arians for having brothers on his squad. Nah, shout out Todd Bowles. Shout out to Todd Bowles. Coach, defense. Yes. Shout out Byron Leftwich, who who put the scheme together. Yes. Tom Brady had a follow to uh to win the Super Bowl. Yes. That was um. You know? That was that was what. So I'm I'm assuming you watched the whole thing. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I, I but I made wings, boy. I made my own sauce too. I I had a nice little feast. It was great. Right on, right on. Um, what was your favorite moment of uh, that Super Bowl? Uh that 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 uh pass where Patrick Mahomes looks like he's falling but nobody caught it he when he was like straight up vertical in the air dude it, or horizontal yeah, that's what I meant and he threw yeah. it Oof. and he hit mans in the helmet he did all that not even a touchdown bro hey by the way newsflash I'm gonna bring him in here uh Marvin uh just showed El Doctor yeah, he's all vaccinated, so he's like ready to uh, do whatever because uh, you know he's free. He's, he's, a night out, he's immune. Hold on, hold on, real quick. You guys are gonna hear some noise, but I'm about to uh, get him in here real quick while we while we do this. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I, Ross, I, Ross, if Ross could tell, you could tell people a story. You know what I mean? I'd like wow. to tell the people a story. I'd like, you <laughs> yeah, know what? Yeah, since yeah. we're talking about El Doctor, 
I will tell you about how El Doctor used to be a young strapping gentleman with these curly hair. And uh, when I first met him, I was all but 13 years old. So I'm assuming he was about 14. And we bonded over a game of basketball at the Boys and Girls Club. He spotted me five points. He still beat me when we played one-on-one. But little did we know that it was the, the birth of a lifelong friendship. And here we are right now. He's uh, hanging out with our host, our facilitator, Mr. Saul, host of uh, Saul's Life podcast. But yeah, this uh, this whole situation with the with the Super Bowl was just a thing to watch. My favorite moment, although Saul already said that his favorite moment was um, when Duke was horizontal throwing the ball. I'm pettier, so my favorite moment was when Antoine Winfield Jr. <laughs> gave uh, gave Mr. Tyreek Hill good old number ten. A ch- his change from when he gave him the peace sign back in week 12, which would be about like, what, like 10 weeks ago? Yeah. He gave him the peace sign back in week 12 after he did a, after he scored a touchdown. My man's had 200 yards in the, in the first quarter and they were up like 17, nothing. And uh, Tyreek, Tyreek Hill is known for his antics when he um, scores a touchdown he usually passes the defender and throws him the peace sign as he gets to the goal line. And when he did not get that last ditch effort from good old Patrick Mahomes, who apparently ran for like well over 400 yards with all the running around he did on the field, running for his life as Todd Bowles nasty ass defensive line kept on having him run for his life. God. Are you are you narrating the Super Bowl? No, no, no. I'm I'm just uh I'm just I'm just you know filling it filling in a little bit, throwing explaining it. Well, every moment. And so he threw that ball. Tyreek didn't make the catch, and uh Antoine Winfield felt it and felt the spirit move him. He was possessed, one would say. <laughs> and he gave him the peace sign right back. That was on fourth down. Oh yeah, they got an unsportsmanlike. Yup, he got the taunting. He held that. He held that grudge for like seventy-two. Yo, days. son, and I am. I was there for all of it. I was there for all of it. My man held it for ten weeks, and that was wild. And he was ready. I was. I was actually surprised. <laughs> surprised. <laughs> I was actually surprised that he held it for ten. Shout weeks. out to Doctor from not, the Chiefs. Not nine weeks. <laughs> Guess, guess who's guess who's in the I, house? I, I, when you told me that he was gonna be there, I was like, we have to talk about the Super Bowl because I want to hear, I want the world to hear your take, sir. How did you feel? Whose take? You, <laughs> you don't tell. I want tell him how you feel, son. Yeah. Right now we have the mad rapper Marv. Tell, tell him how you feel, son. Tell him how you really feel. Oh, man. Y'all don't want to know how I feel about this whole situation right now. <laughs> I feel some type of way. Uh, many type of ways. Is that how the kids say it? <laughs> type of ways? Type of way. Some type of way. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, Tom Brady got his seventh ring, yeah. right? Right, seventh ring. <laughs> all the cool, all the cool kids. No, no. So, like, for those who don't know, I know nothing about sports. <laughs> I am not the cool kid whatsoever. I could play sports. I like to play sports. I like to like you know. Uh, play ball like that's what most you're people athletic. know me about. Yeah, I'm athletic, but you're like cerebral, like you know, like sports knowledge. Don't ask me. I don't know anybody's name. I don't know anybody's number. I don't know what the fuck the rules are. Um, I don't even know what days the games are. I was like, Marv, Marv just saves lives. <laughs> Marv just saves, and that's lives. all we need like, you to do. Was like, yo, like you didn't ask for the Super Bowl off. Like you're working on Super Bowl like Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. and I'm like. Uh, yeah. Like, I feel guilty about, like, not knowing about sports and shit, because, like, so many people, like, expect me to know. And I, I, like, I, like, I feel like I let them down when I don't, like, you know, like, reciprocate, like, sports banter. (laughs) (laughs) But I've come to, like, just, you know, because I got, like, a a good, like, circle of friends who, like, protect me from that shit. <laughs> so I like I, I like I get like a second secondary like you know secondhand smoke of like sports information. Okay. From, like Saul and That's Ross true. and Nardo and Bud. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. So I, I, I'm all right. I'm all right. I feel like I'm I'm good there. You know what I mean? Because I got like I got people who got my back. Who know? <laughs> <laughs> But 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 because I was because I was going I was telling Saul before you showed up that um that the month of February for me over the last nineteen or so years always gets like scraped up because at the beginning of the month of February we have to talk about Tom Brady and his accomplishment and yeah. show sure enough this year we had to do the same damn thing man. Yeah. What, what, like, so my, my beef is just with Tom Brady. Like, I don't give, I don't care who wins or loses. Like, but how much more perfect can uh, somebody's life be? Mm. Whatever, man. He kisses his son on the lips. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here's the like, thing. Long, for a long time. For a long extended time. How long is this? How old is his son? Because kissing his son on the lips doesn't bother me. Bro, he's like, oh, no, my oh, guy. Oh. You didn't see the clip? You never saw the TB12 clip? No, that's why. That's, not, I wanted I'm you to put it in perspective. I'm a son. Come on, man. So, no, yeah, that, that I like. I, I, I remember the, the like people making a big deal out of that. And I was like, y'all so both what? have sons. So what? Yeah, like, so what? He's kissing his kid on the mouth. Yo, when he kissed his kid on the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> that's why you got to put it in perspective. That's Thank oh, you. man, Thank he, like, he slipped tongue in there. <laughs> it was a juicy kiss. Like, <laughs> He asked him to come back. He asked his kid to come back. He's like, yeah, oh, that's oh, not come a back kid. Kid. Yeah. yeah, he asked him to come back. <laughs> right, like, oh, come on. You know how to give daddy a kiss. Like, <laughs> 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 Bro, that shit is mad disturbing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. That's what that is, yo. That's, yo, but come on, man. Like, he's got a model for a wife. He got seven rings. I mean, I mean, like, what's next for him? Like, time travel? 
You know? <laughs> Yo, straight up. Straight up. Tell him why you passed, man. Like, how much more perfect can your life be? I mean, he's like, you know, like when when on, on like Back to the Future, where, where he gets like the sports almanac, you know, and he goes, Biff gets the sports almanac and he goes back in time and gives it to himself. And and then like he goes back into the like back to the future, and like it's like you know he's got this big casino, and he's yeah. got like you know it's like Trump goes back in time and he and he gives himself like a, a like an almanac, a sports almanac, and he he's like you know, I feel like that's what Tom Brady Yo, did. Yo, it's funny you say that because I don't know which one it was. Um, was uh, and Saul, please yeah. fact check me on that one. I want to say was after they the Patriots beat the Falcons when Tom Brady was asked like, "Hey, you know, you getting up there in age? Are you thinking about retirement?" And then my man straight up looked at the whoever he was talking to was like, "Yo, why would you stop taking the test if you got all the answers?" Oh, that wow. was what that was two Super that. Bowl wins ago. Huh. Ah, whatever, man. Fuck, Fuck Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> Anyways, congrats. You won the championship. Whatever. This anyway, year's the Jets. Yeah. This year's the Jets. I don't know. Like, like Ross, you're like a, a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Um, correction. I, I live in a household with Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. That's I'm, right. that's I'm, right. a, I'm right. a New, right. New York Giants right. fan. So that's I have my right. own problems. Me, let me apologize profusely. I apologize profusely. <laughs> yeah, no, because I got I come from a family deep in, in, in Giants, in deep blue, <laughs> and uh, I, you know you, you can't you can't get that mixed up. You get fucked up. <laughs> Straight up, son. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, how, how's the family feeling about the? Oh, world? my son was ecstatic. You know, my wife was ecstatic as well. She didn't even like football like that but we started going to um we started going to the games about two seasons ago since my son had interest so we went to a couple of games then it was the the idea of getting some season tickets popped up and then it was like yeah why not and boom here we are Nazir's got jerseys and uh we're season ticket holders Damn! So they're happy about it. They they were happy about Tom Brady. Yo, when, forgive him. When they when Tom Brady came, they were so they were Nazir was so ecstatic. And then I remember I remember Saul texting. He was like, "Damn, they're going to the Super Bowl, aren't they?" <laughs> Bro, I hate that guy. Fuck, man. I mean, like for real though. Like seriously. I like, mean, I'm a hater. Like in general. You know, but like I am okay, a okay hating on Tom Brady, like because because somebody's got to. I mean, I'm a I'm a Jets fan. I had to live with this man in the division all my life. Your whole life. He's finally gone, and now he got and he comes to the state that I live in, and he's winning. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, it is what it is. Um, Some old bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's let's uh let's go to shout outs, bro. Oh, shout outs. Well, I guess my shout out yeah, will be just that. Shout, shout out to out. Bruce Arians for having so many brothers on his staff, and shout out to Andy Reid. Shout out to Andy Reid and uh, the his son who who killed. Yeah, somebody, why would I, I do that? Why would I? 
Shout out Andy Reid for that. <laughs> yeah. No. I was gonna. Ago, I was gonna shout out Andy Reid and the Kansas, the Kansas Chiefs. On the Chiefs. Ah, that's right. I heard. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. His son. Yeah, his son's an alcoholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I mean, you know, like I just saw like a brief thing about the coach, <laughs> like you know that they had some shit on their on their minds and. Yeah, they asked and, him uh, about it Pat after Mahoney. the game. Yeah, it was wild. That's wild. But my bad. All right, your shout outs, Ross. Yo, is your it Mahomes? It's Mahomes. Mahomes? Yeah, Patrick it's not Mahomes. No. Like, like in the nah. like police academy? Nah. No? <laughs> Yo, you got, you, you're going to have to educate your mans. You're going to have to educate your mans. Mahoney? Oh, my God. It's Mahoney, not Mahoney. <laughs> yeah, it's Mahoney. And, and Mahoney in police academy. But my, my homie is like, like my, my boy. My homie, like my yeah. Homie. My home. Okay. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Police Academy. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg. Yo, for real, that shit made me who I am today. Steve that's Gutenberg? that's who played Mahoney. Yo. Yeah. I beatboxed for that. That was what was his name? I think that guy's name was Michael Lewis, right? Michael no, Michael uh like Johnson or something or the original beatboxer, bro. Like that oh, guy I was fucking Razel before Razel, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Razel. That Razel is a. He was on a. What was that game? He was on a basketball game. Razel, yes. Razel. It was two K. No, it wasn't. It, it was possibly in the two. It was possibly one of the two K games. Which one had like when you know when you first would get on and then you had the opportunity to play on the blacktop. It might have been Street, bro. NBA Street. Maybe. Something like that. It was it NBA Live but... two thousand? It was NBA Live two thousand, yo. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is, Michael. By the way, Michael. It was Winslow, Winslow not Lewis. Michael Winslow's his name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Beat all right. Boxer. All right. Um, oh yeah. No, I was I was giving a shout out to Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs organization because they didn't even bother renewing the contract for Eric Bieniemy because as far as they were concerned, they were like, "Yo, this dude's gonna have a job as a head coach, so let's not even waste our time." And they forgot that although the NFL itself, the league itself is a progressive organization, right? Shout out to uh, Roger Goodell. Shout out to Troy Vincent. But the owners, they're assholes. Racist assholes, to be exact. And so, because of that, Eric Bieniemy's contract has to be renewed. But shout out, shout out to Andy mm. Reid and them for actually having faith that the world worked a different way. Mm. Yeah, word. Um... I got the usual shout outs coming up, but my my uh, my first shout out is going to go to surprise, surprise, another Central Florida cop, Lake County Sheriff's Office. Uh, my man, the uh, school resource officer over in, uh, I believe it was like Eustis High School. Is that what it was here? Let's see. Because uh, I'm just trying to. Yep, Eustis High School. The oh, I almost lost it there. Uh, super supreme tough guy uh, decides to tase a 15 year old girl in the cafeteria because uh, she allegedly like punched him in the face and he tried to talk her down. 
So uh, there's video of this, and it's pretty disturbing because he's about five, six feet away from her when he decides to, uh, I mean, you know, tase, tase her for some reason. It doesn't make any sense to me. But, um, you know, second incident, uh, what, uh, in two weeks, where a school resource officer has, I mean, like, beat up a young black teenage girl. <laughs> well, second second incident that's reported. This shit happens all the time. Yeah, that's reported. Sorry, good call. And I, and I'm watching the video right now. She's not. She didn't punch him at all. She she swiped away. He stood up. She's walking away. She turns his back towards him. She turns around, says something. They, he's about ten feet away from her. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I'll say, yeah. Oh, wait. He's walking towards her as she's walking away. So she's walking away. She can't go anywhere. She's trying to get away. He pushes her back, and then he steps back and tases her. Yeah. So completely unwarranted. Please watch Billy the video. Brown. It just makes Billy me Billy Brown. And I don't understand. Like, you know... <laughs> you know, you're so tough with your... With all your equipment and your gun and your bulletproof vest and your boots on, you know, this guy's got a shaved head, Mr. School Research Officer. Like, those guys don't want to be there already. That they, nope, they don't want that job. So now, you know, you, I mean, what, what, what is the deal? What does a cop need to tase a 15 year old girl when it's over? The incident is over. Like I don't understand. The whole thing's over. What is he trying to prove? Like, what are you, what are you trying to show? Because I mean, there's phones and cameras everywhere. This whole thing's documented. You know, this is gonna happen. You know, I mean, this isn't like like the girl's dog took a shit in his lawn. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that what we're gonna equate it to now? Go this, ahead. This is, this, I'm just saying, yo. But you know, and then the cop has to be like this huge tough guy when the whole thing is done and over with, and they are, they're separated. And he has to pull out his taser and, and has to tase the girl. Has to shoot the, the taser at her. Like, this, in, in high school, like, kids are going to act out. Kids are kids. When are we going to get actual guidance counselors that care? Like, mental health Like, people that really care in, 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 in the schools instead of just uh, trying to solve it, you know, maybe getting some sort of weird tax break or whatever it is, whatever the incentive is for having, you know, some racist cop at your school. Because black and brown students have a completely different experience with school resource officers than the white students there have. Trust on that. Yeah, I think that's actually well put. It's the fact that there's this idea, yeah, they're here to protect and serve, but mm, there's... Protect there's and serve who? The white kids? Well, it's not even, well, it's not even like about the white kids. Doing. So even about the white kids, it's about the fact that this yeah. young lady was literally assaulted by the by this off. He was a deputy. He's a Lake County Sheriff's deputy. And at this point, it's just, yeah, I know there's protocol and there are things that you can or cannot do. But, man, you're talking to a 15-year-old girl, bro. If, if you can. Did, did, like really, did you really have to like taste giant... her? The answer is no. It's it wasn't giant, a you know, female Stephen. So King why did you, you taste her? The answer is because I could, and I know that 
my people would have my back for doing something like that. See, and that's not, and that's not something that we can, that we can reform in terms of like, in the way that they're trained. That's that there needs to be a real change in the number one, who we allow in the force. Number two, what we have the force to do. Should we have, should we have school resource officers? The argument would be yes, because they keep students safe. Perfect. Should we have student, should we have school, should we have school not, resource not, officers? Not should we have school resource officers have contact with students then? Because if they're there to protect the students, then they should be the ones to also police the students. That's something that someone else should do. Someone who can have conversations with 15-year-olds. I don't know if you've ever had an argument with a 15-year-old, but it can get very frustrating. And if you have to result to tasing a 15-year-old when you're trying to converse or de-escalate a situation with a 15-year-old, then maybe you shouldn't be around 15-year-olds. Like, a taser doesn't de-escalate the situation. I'm a grown-ass man. If you tase me, that's not de-escalating anything. That's making me more angry. Yeah. And I swear to God, if I get up after being tased and I pull those prongs out, I'm coming after you. And you, and, I mean... You can. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't get it. That's not calming anybody down, bro. I, I've. I've. Um. I've haven't. I've. I've had to take care of like people that have been tased, um, by police, and they bring them to the emergency room. These prongs are are like they have tapered ends, right? Like they don't. You know, they're like the Rambo knife. You know, they don't come out. These things don't come out easy. You know, they they stick into the skin, right? Like you they need hook, like a yes, fish hook. like a fish hook. They have uh, 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 um, serrated, uh, you know, like, like edges. Ends. Yeah, edges. And so they don't come out easy. They go in easy, but they don't come out easy. So, um, you know, I, man, it's it's sad that a, that a grown man has to get that way with a 15-year-old. You know, like, I feel like, you know, the other day, like, I, I had to have a discussion with my son, right? Like, he's five years old, you know? I'm the adult in the the situation, right? Like, where's the self-accountability, yep. right? Like, we, this shouldn't even have to be something that, you know, involves authorities, right? Like, he's the authority of principle, like, you know? Or, or, or is he not, right? Like, if he's not, then there's the problem, right? And if you feel like you're... Um, losing based off of just like basic you know older being an older figure in the situation let alone being like a, an authority right like police i mean there's there's a serious serious I, problem i think it was you marv that brought up this point i think it, i'm pro i'm almost positive it was you um, in psych wards or like you know the loony bin and stuff, mm -hmm. you don't see cops shooting anybody right. in there, right? They have orderlies, right? Yes. They have yes. uh, trained staff. Yes. Why? How come they can't do the same? Trained staff at high schools to hand to de-escalate situations yep. like this instead of having a cop with full combat gear, you know, trying to be a tough guy, tasing kids, tasing teenagers. Yeah, there's, there's. I feel like there is definitely like better ways to de-escalate the situation. I feel like, um, you know, you, 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 there, there becomes like this, this situation of kind of like a public audience, 
in these situations where he yeah. feels like he has to make a you know like, assert himself, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah assert himself as an authority in front of the rest of the the crowd right like there's there's ways that you can you know that you can do this but i feel like if we don't if we just resort or or, or leave it to like you know force then we we don't even allow that to be a possibility and i feel like that's what you see there i mean yes of course there's some kids that are you know rowdy and and, but they're kids yeah but at the end of the day this is somebody's kid right and like i think it just comes down to you know would you like somebody well that's the thing he doesn't have to think about anybody tasting his child if he has a child that is that age yeah and so like you know obviously like she's a child right like you can you can say that yes she was out of line she was maybe being a little bit too forceful, rough, and, and even endangering other children or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, she's a child and, and we can't necessarily hold her responsible for the circumstances that made her, you know, who she is. And, you know, you have to have empathy and sympathy for her circumstance and have a better way to, to, to address that situation. And I feel like more and more, I feel like we're dealing with, with that circumstance with police. It's not even like an issue, like a, a kid's issue. It's more like maybe an issue that was never addressed with the police officer that now is in a, in a figure of, of, of authority having to deal with the very same situations that he was probably neglected he's, to, he's, to address. He's pissed. The guy's pissed. He wants yeah, to be out no, there no, shooting uh, bad guys. Uh, 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 you apply. Bad guys and he's you apply, you apply for the SRO position. You know, with a bunch of black kids, you know. That's yeah. what he is. So then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm here. And he's already got that chip on his shoulder and he's angry. Well, I'll fucking he shoot can't... them if they fucking come at me. Yeah, exactly. You know, old doofus ass cop. If this particular individual wants. <laughs> I know. mean, it's just like you, you don't need to slam a child into the, a child's head into the ground and you don't need to tase a, another child to try to get them under control. So that's those are my shout outs to the, you know, Sheriff's office there in Lake County and here in Osceola County, uh, you know, just for being complete fucking jackasses. And I, you know, I don't have any kids, but I can't imagine seeing that if that was my child, because I would be plotting to find out where this man lives. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to tase him as soon as he walks out of his house just to get him back. I'll, whatever. I don't care. I mean, what? it's just wild to me. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah, not yeah. enough accountability. Like, there aren't enough crazy ass parents to be like, all right, you want to fuck with my kid? Well, like, you're, you're let's talking, see what happens now. You're talking you know about, I mean? you're like, talking about a, a system that historically abuses black bodies. So. Yeah, well, let's get more. Now there's more of us than them. And now it's time. Oh, great. I'm Donald Trump. Just kidding. Just kidding. Hold on. Hold on. No riots, no riots. with weakness, quote unquote. I'm just, you know, I understand, Ross, but I mean, you know, you guys know my point. And and it's just, uh, you know, it just takes, you you know, I hate to say it, but it's like sometimes you might have to do, you know, get to that extreme, do the extreme to to prove the point. And I said, I think I said it like a couple weeks ago or last week, whatever I was talking about the other cop. Like what is it? Like do do the high school kids all just need to jump this cop? Like team but, up? But that won't, you know, but can that's, you imagine if they were just what, so I, what I'm trying to say to you is they can jump this one cop. All it's gonna do, all it's gonna do yeah, is it's gonna right. anger other cops. Well, right. they just, just keep jumping all of them. 
No, because because that's just the way the system is but set I mean, up. You know. Yeah, we got to get rid of the system. But <laughs> this is me talking sideways. Yeah. Whatever. Let me get a shout out. <laughs> yeah, you get shout outs. Shout got, out. Let me get a shout out. I came in late. It was so good. Uh, um, I want to give a shout out to the gorilla hair dude. <laughs> <laughs> the gorilla hair glue dude. Was oh. the gorilla? The gorilla glue hair, grown ass woman, dog. Hair, the gorilla glue hair dude girl, forty k. She got forty k in a Yo, in a GoFundMe. Man, I mean, you know, like one one time, like I remember, like people telling me, like, no, you gotta you gotta go to school, you gotta do this, you gotta do that to, like, you know, make it somebody living. Yo, this girl was straight up dumb, and she publicized that shit. And not only that, like she she's went, forty. Yeah, and she went in. <laughs> Doubled down, right? Like, not only did she uh, like document her like severely, like <laughs> severe mistake, but then she went back and like com- you know followed up on the fact that she made a, a like a very bad mistake in the guise of like giving advice, <laughs> you know, and and then she she goes to seek medical advice. And also documents that as well. And apparently, I guess, you know, the woke community throughout the internet was in defense of her, like, saying basically, like, you know, we can't judge her, you know, this, that, and the other. I'm like, yo, I mean, come on, I get it, right? We can't judge people too harshly. But God gave me the wherewithal to judge what is right and wrong and smart and stupid. <laughs> like, for God's <laughs> sakes, man. What the fuck? So she confused it with uh, Moco de Gorilla, which is a gorilla snot, a air gel. I pulled out the bottle here. It's so far because... Yes. No, I remember seeing it in Saul's bathroom. Oh, man. Moco de Gorilla. It's basically like, you know, snot. It's like snot, gorilla snot. And I don't know if they were they were basically like writing that you know gorilla. It really shouldn't be gorilla glue, yeah. Wave. So I I do I do sympathize with her, right? I I I I get that. Like you know I I feel bad for her, but I'm not going to excuse, right? Like you can feel bad for somebody, right? Like for getting into an accident like and not wearing a helmet on a motorcycle right hold meter but you can't you can't excuse that right you can't excuse that there's certain things you can excuse and certain things you can't like you can feel sympathy for everyone in the world but like come on man it's got it's got a hold meter of 10 and it's uh punk indestructible I mean (laughs) you know I have so many questions the real gel where did she get this did she actually go to the store? I think she went this? to Home Depot or something and, and, and bought a, it. Yeah, I didn't even know they make a Gorilla Glue spray. Like, it's a spray on. Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm like, yeah. I have so many questions. But anyway, shout out to her because she just banked 40000 yeah. I'm sure some, like, a bunch of attorneys are hitting her up trying to, like, you oh, know, start yeah. a, like, a lawsuit and stuff. Um, but it's too close to gorillas to Moko the gorilla and gorillas right. not air gel, whatever. I don't know, son. Shorty got it at the Home Depot, yeah. you say? 
Something like that. I'm just got, saying, bro. Home Depot's not known for its hair products. It's not in the hair. It's not in the hair section. I don't know if the Home Depot has any yeah. hair products. Or maybe she ordered it online. I think maybe she ordered it online. That's oh what it was, God. or something. And it came in. Yeah. Anyways, um, the rest of the shout outs to the regulars, the Long Shot Barn Billiards out of in the uh, Four Corners area off Highway 27. Shout out to Mo holding it down. Shout out to Harold in the pawn shop next door. Shout out to Alex always out there holding it down too. You know who I'm talking about when I talk about the Groomers Touch Mobile Barber Service. That's my main man, Leo. He comes to you. Avoid the lines, all the weird, awkward waits at the barber shop. Listen, don't even catch COVID at a barber shop. My man sterilizes his barber bus. This thing's done. Look, the, whole, the full treatment, facials, everything, eyebrows. You got it. 321-987-0859. Holler at him. Holler at Jay Wilson and LFT website. Simple, clean, and reliable. Melissa Wilson with LFT Realty, Inc. Shout out to LA Insurance with Alan, Ray, and Charles out there. Be nice uh, with Tori and all my homies. Kenya, the Blixel Art Project. That's it. Stay with us next week. I guess. Right next week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Brandon, next week. Holler. I forgot about that. Same word. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, that's it, B. That's it. Ross, anything else? All right. Peace out. Come on. I think we're done. Peace.